Hello, I'm Casey Kelsey, and welcome to Binge Worthy. In this episode, we are going to review the movie uh, The United States versus Billie Holiday, directed by Lee Daniels. My co-host, Star Lee. Hi. And LaRasha Simon. Hello. Um, Billie Holiday is a singer mostly known for her song Strange Fruit uh, during the whole, you know, 50s and 60s of the civil rights movement and how the FBI, uh, you know, wanted to find a way to kind of stop her from singing this particular song. And in doing so, um, they target her drug addiction and, um, you know, they planted narcotics on her, sent her to jail for her drug addiction and so forth to prevent her from singing this song. So this movie kind of focuses on that particular, I want to say the last... It's like the last um, 20 years of her life. life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can I just say for like the seriousness of like the topic that was the overall theme, in my opinion, right? Strange fruit, lynching, what was going on, free civil rights. Can we just talk about the fact that she had a funeral and I really thought someone had died and it was her dog? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that threw me back a loop. <laughs> that, that was, was like, oh, is that what we're doing now? Yeah. So I think for me, I will be honest, I think um, Andra's performance really did redeem this movie. Um, First of all, she sounds just like her. Uh, Okay, listen. The whole performance um, and how she act, I guess, was really, really like good on her end. Um, I just couldn't get off the fact that she sounded just like. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's wild? She literally almost didn't get casted because she has very limited um acting experience except the only thing that they were like oh yeah she she would be good for the roles because her acting coach sent a video to lee daniel's team and they were like oh yep she'll be good for the role wow wow amazing she did a good job it was really funny a lot of funny parts um i laughed a lot i will admit i did laugh like I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is funny. She was a character. She's dramatic. She was very real, though, and raw. I love mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. But that's how she was in real life, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as far as bringing that to life, I really did um, enjoy it. I enjoy watching that part of it. But the storyline, <laughs> I was a little, it was, it was a bit confusing to me. It was a bit confusing because I guess when we were talking earlier, I'm like, is this supposed to be a biopic? And you guys said that, no, it wasn't. So I think for me, my I didn't really look into the movie prior to watching it. So I had no idea. I'm thinking it's a biopic. But I mean, if that's the case, then I, I would say had I known that, maybe I would have thought you know, differently about this movie. They're trying to they're trying to more so stop her from singing the song. And you kind of see the setup of that when Reginald, I believe that's her name, the interviewer, at the beginning, she talks about how she's like a fan of Billy. And then she proceeds to ask her, well, what is it like to be a black woman? And then she says, well, you know, you keep getting in trouble for the song. So why don't you just stop singing it and stop being a troublemaker? And then Billy asks her, you know, 
have you ever seen a lynching before? You know, it's about human rights and the government forgets that sometimes. They just want me to shut up and sing. So I thought it was a nice setup and kind of got you a glimpse, but I can understand why you would say, uh, okay, what is this movie supposed to be? Because after I finished watching it, then I had to read some articles to figure out, was it in fact a biopic? Right, because for me going into it, I'm like, okay, it's more about the drugs, the sex, and the money, and less about like her her discipline and craft in the music. So that's where I kind of was like, that's where I kind of was like, okay, what is this? What am I supposed to follow? But I guess again, I didn't know that information prior to watching the film. I'm thinking it's a biopic, and my expectations was that we were going to dive into her childhood a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we only got a glimpse into yeah. her childhood. When Jimmy yeah. got high for the first time. And then the love story. I was looking that up and there are a lot of articles that are saying that that wasn't true. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of imbalances there. What was, what the, the, article the time frames that she was married? Because she was married to Jimmy first. Yeah, yeah. And then she was married to that one guy, I think, who we saw at the end last leading up to her like death. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Jimmy was just like still around or. Uh, well, according to the online, she's also married to a guy named Joe. Joe. Yeah, Pat. we saw Joe. Well, wasn't Joe the um mm-hmm. the one who was, was like getting drugs for her at a point in the film? Yeah, but yeah. I didn't. But how Wait. is that possible that she was married the same time she was married to old boy in the beginning? That's why yeah, I was confused. Oh, we were literally watching, and Josh was like, "What happened to her husband?" Like, I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "They got divorced." I think did he die? Well, no, he left her while she was in jail. I think, or before she went to jail, or after she got out of jail. Right, because right. when she came out, she said that they were they were divorced. Yeah, and that's when she started yeah. dating that guy that was beating her ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. What happened to old girl though? To Lula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be more present. Well, it kind of made sense to me a little bit because if in real life they really didn't talk about that part, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't make sense for her to be more present in the movie if all the evidence that they have is what she said in the movie. Yeah, then I didn't. I would get why they didn't have such a big presence for her because. It's just like Tupac and Jada. They they said they were just friends, and that was literally what it was in the movie because that's what they said. I think that just goes to show that Tallulah, you know, was a good friend at that time for her. Uh, I respected the moment when she was just like, Billy, I'll just get on the service elevator with you. Yep. Because I feel like most would have been like, let's just go. But she was like, no, I'll, I'll get on the service elevator with you. But, you know, Billy wasn't having that. <laughs> Can we just talk about the fact that Andrea, even though like I I I didn't look to see what other stuff that she was in, but like for this to be her first movie to have a Golden Globe, to be nominated for a Critics Choice Award, I'm I'm sure she's gonna be nominated for an Oscar. Like she she acted. Casey looks like she feels differently about Oh, oh I was like tell me more. In the beginning, I said that she oh. redeemed the movie. Like, she did a really good job. Her performance was amazing. I just think the storyline is, like, 
I did enjoy I I would say the best parts in the movie is probably those like those times where they were like just talking mm-hmm. in the dressing room and you know those were the funny parts but outside of that I just it just kept losing me I get I, I can feel that there was good moments for you it's just as a whole wasn't mm-hmm. quite working I got you yeah yeah, I was kind of like um, taken aback that she, when she was getting arrested the first time, um, how she just took everything off. I love that moment. <laughs> oh, we doing that? Oh, okay. Alrighty then. And then I loved when she arrived to, well, this moment stood out to me when she arrived to the courthouse the first time. And the black guy on the steps, he was like, well, don't, why do you keep, you know, getting into trouble? Like, don't you want to be a role model like Ella Fitzgerald and so-and-so? And she's like, why is it that my people are the hardest on me? And I thought that was a great moment because I think that does happen a lot where our community is like really hard on each other. And it made me think, are we like hard on each other because, you know, it takes us, twice as much to like get there and it and then if we fail it takes us you know four times as hard to get back there and that's why we're so hard on each other or is it that we just kind of some of us have the mindset of we watch so many other people bring us down that that's all we have come to do is like criticize you know each other because we've seen everybody else do it right i and i i actually i like that scene as well um, because when when she said that, I'm, in my head, I was like, "That still happens." It it, like we are our worst, like we are our worst critic to our own people. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is because we have the, we are kind of like the mindset of how we're supposed to be. If if we're good, then it's peaceful. But for people like us, it's like we shouldn't have to live that way. If if you know white people can be vocal and do whatever they want, why can't we? I mean, it's just going to the Constitution alone, which is racist as fuck, right? Like we never had. And in movies like this, honestly, it, it pisses me off because yeah. it's like it it makes me mad because a lot of the things are it's still happening. It's still happening to this day, and it's and it's just it pisses me off because I know like people really enjoy these movies because it reminds them of how far we've come. But in reality, it's we hard to digest. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the same thing. We just instead of instead of slavery, we just call it mass incarceration. Instead of <laughs> like we, it hasn't changed. We just rename everything. And that's why it kept making me mad when Reginald, the interviewer, kept saying, well, why don't you just stop doing this? Why don't you stop making trouble? You know, what is it like to be a black, you know, woman? Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Why do you keep asking me that? It's easy for you to ask that <laughs> because you're not living in my shoes. I also like the part when um, uh, Jimmy when the other detective, Diana Ross's son, which was ironically, Ross. yeah, because she played Billie Holiday the first time, and now her son, I was like, oh, that's cute or whatever. But um, wasn't there like a lot of criticism about her playing Billie Holiday the first time around? 
I couldn't tell you. I can't recall. From what I understand, like she, people said from their perspective that she didn't do it justice. Oh, I mean, but she got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, that's what I was like. I thought I wasn't there. I didn't watch that first part. I didn't. I don't know. Telling you what the article said. Yeah, that's weird because she got nominated for an Oscar for that. That doesn't mean people didn't like her. True. We could say the same thing about this movie. (laughs) Exactly. It's you know, but yeah, it just is like a lot of stuff just kept throwing me off a little bit. I'm just gonna toss this out here because um, the 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 sex scenes. <laughs> I was like, okay, holiday, throw it back, why don't you? <laughs> well, she's had a good old time until they beat her. She fought them back too. She still is living her best life. But I I guess for me and just seeing like her abuse on drugs too, it really bothers me that you know, I know that's part of her life, but it did bother me that literally she cannot live without heroin. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't think people talk about how big heroin is in this, is it called an epidemic? This epidemic of drugs and what that's like for, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald. No. Yeah. Ella Fitzgerald, Etta James, like they all have very dark pasts. Yeah, she was battling a lot. And the fact that she was raped at 10 years old, I think that part, the part that really spoke to me about that is, um, I can't think of what his name is, but he was explaining, like, she doesn't do it to hurt other people. She's only doing that to hurt herself because she does it to make herself feel better. But at the end of the day, she's hurting more than she ever did when that situation happened. Paraphrasing. But, like... No, I know what you're talking about. That's deep. I don't know what that's like to like cover up a situation like that, but to to feel like you can only perform well if you're high. Like, what is that? That that's that's. There was one moment where she she did go off stage, and I think it was like the second time Jimmy might have came to her show. And he was like, he liked her show or whatever. And she's talked about it was how it was so much noise. And then she said, now it's quiet. I don't like the quiet. It's so noisy, you know? And I thought that that line right there was just like a testament to like how she felt and what you were talking about, LaRasha, of like, feel like you have to put on a show and being comfortable enough to like go out there and be that vulnerable while you're facing your own battles. So it's kind of like, it, it sucks to see that that's kind of like the focus of like who she was. But, and then part of it is like, man, I just wish she she didn't depend so much on that. But then a bigger part of you kind of understands because I wouldn't have known what it was like to like live in that time and to have people abusing you and misusing you and taking advantage of you. And then you go out there to perform and you have all these feds in the audience and then there's this internal battle of like do you feed the needs of the people who wants to hear this song who wants to feel hope or do you protect yourself that's a lot that's a that's a huge burden for someone to have to carry 100 percent. i think that's a testament to a lot of um 
parallels that a lot of famous people go through. Mind you, I'm not famous and we, you know, hopefully we'll all have a come up one day. But um, I think that's not only is it additional added pressure when you're a black woman in America, but being famous and the expectation that you have to act or be or portray a certain way and give that performance 110 percent. That's just not realistic. Because your body is never going to always give 110,000%. And you also have to be mindful of the people you keep, the company you keep. Because okay. um, Ross, the, the 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 woman who stuck by her the whole time, she was the realest one for me. Like, she wouldn't stick around when they was doing drugs and stuff like that. And then you kind of have all these other, like, leeches around her who only really cared about getting paid. I think another thing that kind of pisses me off about that in, in, in this time period, too, and just kind of how we are now is, you know, we're not good enough for you, but we can we can perform for you. We can play basketball. We can do football. You you spend your money on us, make us get rich, but we're still not equal to you. And you still don't understand us. I was going to say, you know what's wild about the whole thing? We literally built this country. The the sources, like, no one talks about a lot of the stuff that's invented. There's Black creators behind all those things, but guess who gets credit? The white people, white men specifically. Um, and it just shows, true to this day, what was that, in the 1940s, 50s? Wasn't that long ago. We're now in 2021, and the same things are happening. The same people, um, Black people, Black women, Black men, they're expected to entertain. And when they don't do it to satisfy the quota, for those who are in the majority, it's a problem. And it's just going to continue to perpetuate. I don't actually know when this cycle is going to end, but it's sad. In the movie, it was a line where he was like, can't nobody do it better than a ninja when given the opportunity. True. I mean, you know what else was funny? Side note. Okay, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. (laughs) Is when they was on the tour bus. And they was holding up the magazine cover, and, <laughs> and on the cover it was like Billie Holiday, and she was like, and it said, "I'm cured for good." And Freddie was like, "Bitch, probably back in, probably <laughs> high now, high right now." Talking about she cured. <laughs> you know, what was really interesting. It was like um, the story of Jimmy. Um, I thought having him again. I read a couple, few articles that said that the love affair that didn't really happen that as it is depicted in the movie but i guess we will really never know the truth because none of them are really to tell us so <laughs> for any of you that haven't seen the movie um basically he is the agent that you know follows uh billy holiday and makes the arrest um he, he's just yeah. the fbi yeah um but Within the story, as the story going along, they kind of fall in love with each other. And so for me, I think having that storyline, I like that storyline just a little bit more because we see this guy who um, thinks he's doing the right thing, which a lot of Black men thought back in the day, like Judas and the Black Messiah. I think seeing how he uh, evolved throughout the film and changing yeah in his perspective changing on like what they were doing and him coming to the realization that this is wrong 
Um, but I do say I do think it was pretty cliche for them to fall in love. I will say that. But I will agree. I think watching kind of his journey was interesting because in the beginning he was like, uh-uh, no, I'm trying to, you know, help take drugs off the street. And then seeing that interaction, that conversation between him and his mother, and she's like, it's bigger than that. You don't see the bigger picture. And it still didn't click for him. And then, but I felt like a moment that it did click for him slightly is when he, he walked into Aslinger, Oslinger's office and they all stopped and looked at him and it was very clear that he was unwanted there. And he thought he did something big and strong because he, he locked Billy away, but it was like, nah, man, you still below them. You still below them. Oh, and everybody hates Chris. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. I was like, how old is he now? I wrote right that down in my notes because I was like, what is his name in this film? And I was like, okay, forget it. Everybody hates Chris. I thought it was a powerful line. I, I pulled out a lot of lines here. But when they all got high and Jimmy got high for the first time and she looked at him and she said, be careful with the feeling. This love right here. Um, and she was talking about the drugs because this love won't love you back. And I thought that, that was a big moment. And then when we saw that she like left him behind when they was on the side of the road, it just goes to show that Billy wasn't, you know, she didn't want to know how to love. And then when she kind of receded from Jimmy, she didn't know how to to take it. And she she ran with it. She only loved people to a certain point. Right. You know what threw me was the fact that the cops still arrested her. Yeah. Why are you arresting me? I'm I am I am in the heavens. She um, literally was handcuffed when she passed. Like But I like how she told them what she used to suck her ass. <laughs> her black, black. Her black ass. <laughs> but it just like dumb shit like that pisses me off. Um but I do think uh Miss Day deserves a nomination. She did a really good job. Um I just think the production-wise, it was a little iffy to me. Yeah. I think for me, this movie was not as heavy. I feel like often, and I feel like we've talked about this, depicting Black trauma or what Black people have gone through, especially a Black woman who was this instrumental in this period of time before the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, It was actually digestible. So I appreciated that fact. And I think that's... Thanks today, because she she made this character so, um, we can't relate to her, but relatable in a way. Like, you feel like you you knew her. I thought her performance was that amazing. But you guys don't agree, like, you don't agree that, and this could be just me being too, like, critical, but literally the whole movie was about drugs and sex oh no absolutely so just my point of view i just wish we had a little bit more of that musical but again you keep saying it's not a biopic so i i don't know i think it's more so it feels like more so a film that you have to do your research first before you watch it (laughs) because i get what you're saying casey like had i not read more on it I probably kind of been in the same boat of like what was supposed to be the focus here because there was quite a few things going on, but it seemed like the main focus was the drugs. And it does get frustrating <laughs> at a point. Cause it's like, we get it. <laughs> we get it. And I could just be a dummy. Cause it's called the United States versus 
<laughs> Billy Holiday. But it's just but then I don't know. Like we only heard the song what like, like once, maybe like in full. So if we could have went more in depth in like the the root of the song and everything. Just honing on her craft as a musician is what I I missed in this movie. Like we get her, you know, she she shoot up and then she go perform and then we cut to another scene, she shoot it up again. I I just really really missed the musician in this mu- in this movie. And then when we do see her in a studio, she's high. Yeah. So, I mean, I know these are events that happened, but Come on. She was clean at some point. Yep. Jail. No, she was clean for like a couple months too. And then that's when they came back and tried to set her up again and they got off. All right. So Billie Holiday, LaRasha, is it worth watching? I feel like yes. And I feel like I always give caveats to explain why you should watch it. So here's my caveat. Um, If you don't know about Billie Holiday or singers like Ella Fitzgerald or um, Etta James, I feel like understanding the perspective that this movie brings and where it's at in history is an important understanding to watch this movie. So yes, I feel like from a historical perspective, people should watch this movie. Starly is Billie Holiday or the United States versus Billie Holiday worth watching? I say yes. <laughs> I think it is worth watching. I think it's worth watching if you want to fall in love more with Andrew Andrade. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, but um, she really is just she's mesmerizing. I think in the film um, and just made me love her more. I think there's a lot of clever lines, arguably in the film. Um, like Casey was saying, I love the journey of the character of Jimmy. Um, I love the music. And I think there's a lot of great moments. And I think like LaRasha was saying, if you just want to like learn more. And it, I feel like it. this film is kind of a starting point, in a sense, for learning about Billy. Because it forces you to look back into her past and what is known. Because it is set in such a later part of her life and it allows you to get in tune with some of the amazing music um, back then in jazz. So I think it's worth watching. And then there was one. So I would say um, don't go into it thinking that it's a a typical biopic um, because that definitely hindered my experience from watching it. But however, you guys should watch it for uh, Andre Day, the singer. Um, Her performance Again, I really, truly believe that it redeemed this movie so much. Um, And she deserves any type of award that comes her way. Uh, And just if you want to see, like, what you guys have said, her performance, and just learn a little bit more about the time, because Billie Holiday did have a huge influence on our culture and um, on that song alone moved people so much. Yeah, that is our review on the United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, I'm Casey Kelsey. I'm Starly. And I'm LaRasha Simon. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at BingeWorthyPod. Hit that rate button. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Follow all that you heard. Peace. Peace.